sing us a song. You're the piano man. We met the real piano man. Tell us Which, the by tale. the way, is also the name of a song I wrote for this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is the most audacious thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Which song is called the piano man? Um, I think it, it played while Slake was talking to the queen. Oh, my oh, God. That's the real damn. piano man. Holy shit. I feel so shit. honored that I got to have a scene involving piano man. Available on SoundCloud, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Not on SoundCloud. Okay. Secret. Anyway, let's talk about the piano man that we saw. So yeah. so the four of us, we had some business to do. And after we went and did business, we went to the mall that is over by the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that mall had a new fancy department store. Um, this is the mall that like I don't know well and I have been going to since we were children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've this mall has recently undergone many renovations and, and is no longer recognizable. And is, but there was fancy. a giant moose there yeah. was a giant made of light made out of light yeah made a out moose. of pure light made out of light he was he was it was yeah. beautiful and darkness could not penetrate any part of it <laughs> yeah. then that was in the mall yeah also in the mall however also in the mall we were walking through this fancy department store and what well, we heard a, we heard <laughs> we heard we yes, heard a heard beautiful mellifluous sound penetrating the halls of the von mauer Yep, mm-hmm. and we looked down, down to the first floor of this store, and there was a man playing piano, mm-hmm. and a we said, man. "A piano man." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I know, I for a fact said it at a completely audible level. Oh, and so he did looked I. Yeah, up. yeah, he looked and up. he made like, eye contact with each yeah. one of us yeah, individually, individually for a long time. <laughs> As he continued to and play, every, everyone say what you did when the yeah. piano man made eye contact. I gave a little wave with both my hands. I gave a thumbs up. Yep. I uh, waved with one hand, but it was very emphatic. And I did the same thing that you did, actually, Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we all then had to sort of back away and figure out how do we break eye contact with this man who's... He, at the last moment, he did wave back, And he smiled this smile of, like, he looked... Afraid. A man, a man who is trapped by his own song. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Oh, a man. man who could not leave his piano mm-hmm. for fear of not he, no longer playing the when piano. When he waved and to us, it was like I was afraid somebody was going to shoot him because he had stopped playing the piano to wave at us. Yeah, oh, if you're out there, if you're listening, yeah. piano, piano man. man. Oh, we love you wherever you are. We're thinking of you always. We are, and it just just goes to show that like. You know, some people think that we act like we do on this podcast as like an affectation of, <laughs> of like, you know, we're making jokes. These are characters. We are fully that obnoxious in real life. Just ask Rudy and James. Or anybody that was in the bank that I we went to today. Say, people at the bank. There were like several people in line that were just like looking at us and like some of them were smiling and some of them were frowning. Like, <laughs> Ain't that just the way? <laughs> and yes, we were. We are. We just we make each other laugh it's mm-hmm. great we have a lot of yayas we have a lot of yayas. so many yayas i told them before we went in the bank okay guys get your yayas out now and they've not stopped making fun of me <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway well get your yayas that in get your yayas in now Woo! i'm full Oof. of i'm full of yayas as we've already discussed today my body is a renewable energy source of yayas mm. <laughs> just fucking bursting with yayas it's a perpetual Ooh. yayas machine i've reached yayas capacity <laughs> okay all right let's get these yayas out and play some D and D. tears right now and i i play your dm (laughs) (laughs) um i am noelle and i'm your fran 
<laughs> I'm really, really angry at you for making that joke because I was going to make that fucking joke. That's my strongest yaya yet. <laughs> you can't believe the power of my yayas. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Caitlin, and I play the final yaya. Oh, mm. I'm Hannah, and I ain't come here to make friends. Oh, man. Came here to make yayas. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, the yayas are too strong. <laughs> yayas are too powerful. Okay. All right. So last time, uh, you guys split up after the pirate captain Elwin gave you some more info about their plans for the city of Madria. The plans are mainly sack and pillage. Fran and Slake went with Mary to gather information about the previous pirate captain, Captain Carr. They uh, kidnapped and interrogated Florence's first mate, Molsky who gave you guys uh, some more info about how Torva orchestrated the mutiny. He said he gets all his orders directly from Florence and Rilatar. Uh, he also said that there is a secret entrance into Florence's house on the back of the island. And Florence's house is where Corbin is. Corbin, uh, you are still a crow, and you are still Elwyn's pet, and he still stands your name is Dawson. You uh, were witness to the three admiral captains fighting over the pirate captain hat which seems to be how the pirates identify their leader. So, Corbin, you are still in Florence's house with the three captains, Fran and Slake. Uh, what do you want to do? Um, okay, so we left this guy I unconscious, think we, tied yeah. up, gagged. I think we want to go to the back of the island and yeah. go try to see what's the deal back there. Yeah. Okay. Well, the pathways do not go back to the back of the island. So mm -hmm. this is, you're going to have to do some rock climbing if you want to go back around there. Okay. We have grappling hook and all of. And slate. slate. And my previous uh, experience can only inspire confidence. You're right. It can inspire confidence so much you get a point of inspiration. Nice. I, I meant that I fell out of a window and got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I will give you, because you have a uh, previous experience in this, I'll give you advantage on this climbing check. Well, thank you. So, are you guys are going to... What's your plan? Okay. Well, if we're going around to the back of the island and we're going to climb, like, I could do a bit of climbing, bring mm -hmm. the rope, and with the rope and with mm -hmm. the pittons, set up a sort of path for you guys to yeah. follow. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. a lead lead climbing is what they yes. call that. Yes. Yeah. I, I knew that. <laughs> Did you? Slake knew. Slake knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, why don't... It's a strength check that you'll have advantage on that, okay. Slake. So, you guys... You go around to the edge of, you know, the pathway, and uh, Mary will play lookout for you guys. And, uh, all right, Slake, start your climb. Here goes nothing. Oh, okay, that's bad, but I have advantage. You do. Why am I rolling so I, badly lately? That's just how it goes sometimes. Sometimes it what, just goes that way. What'd you roll? So nine. So, Slake, you, you get about, like, five feet, and then the rock just crumbles under your hand and you start a tumbling. Cool. Why don't you make a dex check to see if you can grab onto something else? Keep yourself from falling. Oh, okay. That's better. That's uh, 16. 16. All right. You manage to like stick your pick into the side of the, of the rock and you slide down a couple feet, but you're able to stop yourself from falling onto the roof of one of the barracks buildings below you. Cool. And uh, make another strength check. Let's right. see if you can climb back up. So that's a 16 plus 6, so... All right, that'll do it. So you manage to climb your way back up and then start laying your, your lead line down. Okay. And you, you find as you get around the side of the island, you see there is a small pathway that's been carved into the rock back here. Nice. That you are able to drop down onto. So now it is going to be Fran and Mary have to get across the rope. <laughs> Uh, I got 10. 10? All right. Uh, Mary got a 17, so she's doing fine. She's able to hand over hand, you know, work and got, get the good footing down. Uh, but Fran, that's not going to do it, I'm afraid, and you lose your grip. Can you yeah. make a dex check to try and save yourself? A dex check? Yeah. No, I didn't do well. Oh, no. I got five. <laughs> oh, no. You do not grab on, Fran, and you fall onto the roof I mean, of I one oh. of the barracks houses. So you take three damage. Okay. Uh, and you make a big clatter as you fall onto the roof and then roll down. And a bunch of people come out and look up and go, hey, what's going on? Oh, my. Oh, uh, I just, like, I, I like, 
to tumble down off the roof and pretend to be passed out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone's, oh, hey, old man, are you all right? They start shaking you. And, and I go, ah. <laughs> oh, no, did you get too drunk and fall off the top of the roof? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, let's get you to your bed, old man. Oh, shit. Uh, and uh, you, Fran, are escorted into the bunkhouse. You're, you're several strong young arms, as mm-hmm. beefy, handsome pirates, you know, carry you to your bed. You know what? Sometimes things just have to happen. <laughs> yeah. Fate, fate intervenes. Fate intervenes. All right, so now it's just Mary and Slade. <laughs> I, I look at Mary. This, this pirate island is picking you guys off. Jesus. Uh, I, I look at Mary in like a panic, and I am like, oh, "What should uh, what should we do?" Mary looks also very panicked, and like looks around for someone else to be the leader, and then realizes that she's in charge. And so she signs, "Okay, uh, we need to continue with our mission." Fran can, and she looks over her shoulder and goes, "Fran can take care of herself." Okay. I, I'll catch up to you guys. That's the mantra of this whole episode. Yep. <laughs> Let the party. We can all take care of ourselves. Yep. And uh, she gives you a thumbs up. It's like, cool. All right. So you guys, which way do you want to go down this path? Going one way, it looks like it wraps around further towards the very back of the island. And going around the other way, uh, it leads into a small cave. That is, it's too too small for you, Slake, or Mary to walk upright, but looks like it's just the right size for a halfling. Hmm. Do you think we should, I don't know, investigate it all or just go straight for Corbin? Mary looks back towards the cave and then down the path and then signs, well, it's like we said earlier, Corbin can take care of himself. And just like, let's just take a second here, Corbin, what's going on in the room that you are in? Um... Are they still chatting, Kat? Yeah, they've they've all settled down to chat for a while. Um, I'm hopping back and forth between them, uh, trying to get them all like desensitized to my presence, mm-hmm. so that I might sneak that hat somehow. Okay, and I'm like stealthily picking at everybody's buttons, like it's just a funny little quirk. Oh, uh, and they're all feeding you. Aww. I take it. Do they love? <laughs> I'm living Corbin. it up. Yeah, they're loving it. Like Corbin like is. It. Corbin can take care of himself. I'm, I've got this, you guys. Yeah. They don't love Corbin. They love Dawson. <laughs> That's right. They love Dawson. They are. They all love If this I bird. turned into a human boy and tried to pick at their <laughs> buttons with my teeth, they would no longer like me. That's funny. <laughs> that are you sure? Oh, well, you know. They might be into that. That's true. I suppose I could give it a shot. Cat, ask me what I'm doing. Fran, what are you doing? <laughs> so as all the, the handsome pirate men are around. Um, I'm, I'm like laying there and I, I pat one of them on the hand and I say, it's all right. I had a good life. (laughs) (laughs) And he he takes your hand and says, don't say that old man. You're going to make it through this. We've all fallen down a couple times. Um, and then (laughs) I don't know why none of us thought to build safety railings. It's a good point. You should name the safety railing after me. What's your name? Uh, Why don't you roll a deception check? No, 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 wait. I'm I'm about to make my exit. Okay. <laughs> they don't need to believe shit. Oh, God, I'm so, I, I'm so terrified uh, about what you're going to do right now. Oh so it's Saran, I say. And then I turn my face away from them, and I cast Gaseous Form. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw this coming a you mile just away. Luke Skywalker out of here. It's a Yoda on it. It's Yoda. It's a Yoda full on. Oh my god. I knew. I knew. And everybody screamed. <laughs> and I fly out the window. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh god. Okay. Alright, Corbin, while you are you hear a mighty clatter from uh, outside and suddenly someone bursts in. And yells, an old man just disappeared from his bed. <laughs> and everyone jumps up and goes, what? Corbin stands at attention because he knows exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, and Captain Realitar says, what do you mean? Somebody just uh, disappeared from their bed. And the guy's, I don't know. He fell off the path and onto the roof. And then we took him to his bed and he just, he just turned away and turned into a fog and, and disappeared. Um... Corbin says, fart. 
Fart. It did. Fart. It smelled like a fart. <laughs> and so they all jump up and they, and uh, Captain Florence goes, Ah, something about this makes me very uneasy. And Captain Ellen says, It's probably a te- test. And Captain Relatar, she takes out a knife from her belt and says, Sounds to me like we might have some visitors on the island. Hmm. Shit. What's uh? Where's the ha- where's the hat? Is it like slipping a little bit? No. Or? No. Okay. Realitar has the hat, correct? Yes. How many buttons did I manage to get undone oh on her jacket? Uh, you you got every time she you undid one button, she would redo it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make another break for it. Um. Okay. Uh, make it X check. Okay. It's gonna be so funny because we're gonna end up trapped in the house and you're gonna be outside. <laughs> God, okay. It's a ten. Yeah, Captain Elwin grabs you again and goes, No, you don't. Oh, Dawson, you're such a wily creature. Uh, I start saying fart over and over and over again again. <laughs> again, 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 again. I think this bird has some sense of what might have happened. Let's take him to the scene of the disappearance. Corbin bobs his little head. <laughs> uh, so, Corbin, they take you, and now uh, Elwin is keeping, like, he's got you held in both hands. Yeah. As they take you down to the barracks. So let's get back to Slake and Mary. You guys are heading down the path. Did you say you guys are going to go down the path before heading yeah, to the tunnel? Yeah, let's take a look and just see. All right, so that path leads to uh, another, it looks like another cave entrance. And there is a, a halfling sitting out here. Um, he's, he looks really, like, really bored. He looks like he's like half asleep sitting out here. And he does not notice as you approach. Oh, what do you want to do? Does Mary have like a sleep spell or something? Uh, let me look. Or a half a sleep spell? Uh, oh, that's all we need. Silence. I don't think she has. Silence would be fine. So then you guys can knock this halfling out. Sure. Uh, Mary casts silence. And now, Slake. I'm going to knock out this sad little silent halfling. <laughs> so let's see. That's uh, That's just 12. That'll do. He's half asleep. You knock him out pretty soundly. Nice. And he it doesn't even, like, there's not much of a resistance because, one, he can't yell. So he, like, opens his eyes a bit and then just droops on down. <laughs> I, I arrange him comfortably. <laughs> yeah, Fran, you can you can join them at any point. You can jump in. Yeah, yeah I want to, I wanna, like, survey the back of the island in general okay. and then okay, join okay. them. Okay. Yeah, well, when uh, Fran, when you're surveying the back of the island, you see this is the only, like, little path and cave everything else is just un untraversable mm. sheer rock cliff there's nowhere that the pirate captain is living no there's nowhere <laughs> that there's no uh, little house on the side there's just this cave guarded by a halfling all right and you see uh mary and slake are just around the bend looking in I right, um yeah i'm gonna go like fly over to them and make my presence known through smell uh, oh. and mary covers her nose and then signs fran is that you I'm so happy to smell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Mary gives you another thumbs up, Slake, and then signs, okay, all right. Lead the way, Slake. I'll cover you. And then actually, and then Mary goes, wait, wait, wait. Fran should scout. I sure will. But I, don't, I just say that inside my mind. Because nice. I can't talk to you guys. Oh, I love it. I fly in front of her nose just like <laughs> to no. communicate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, Mary uh, sort of like wipes a little sweat from her brow. And goes, okay. Okay. So uh, you float through and uh, there don't seem to be any other guards in here, but it looks like there should be. Mm. Like there's uh, a, a table and some chairs and things. It uh, seems like maybe Captain Florence isn't uh, guarding this as well as she should be. Mm. And there is a cell, and there's a man chained in the cell. Uh, yes! He yes, yes, yes! very depressed and dejected. Yes! He's, oh, you guys. Uh, he has a thick red beard and uh, short red hair and hmm. a big hairy chest. He's mm-hmm. shirtless. He rippling just muscles just, just like a pirate king yeah just like what you'd uh, expect a pirate king to look like oh yes yes uh, he's a human man also i forget that in D you have to specify the uh humanity the hu- humanity or not All of right. a character okay so i i like are a fart cloud i fly around mary and mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Escort them in there. Yeah. Mary Mary signs, Fran, I don't know if that's supposed to be a good smell or a bad smell. I don't know. I- <laughs> if, they, if they check it out, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So you guys head in. And yeah, it's like, yeah, and Mary both see this handsome pirate cap pirate man i want to go i want to go ahead and see if there's anybody else uh there's no it, 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 it dead ends on his cell can the pirate captain smell fran uh he sniffs and looks up and goes who farted <laughs> uh, it wasn't me it was our it was our friend fran she's a <laughs> she's a fart she is a fart <laughs> uh he looks at you and goes are you guys new you don't look like very good pirates Oh, well, we're not good, uh, but we're here, and, uh, you know, that's that's half the battle. Uh, hello, mm. sir. You wouldn't have to be Captain Carr, would you? He looks up and goes, yeah, I used to be. Oh, this poor guy. Did, it, did Florence send you down here to mock me now? She stopped sending guards down. Must not be very important to keep me prisoner anymore. Oh, are you going to kill me now? I've been waiting to find out when they're going to kill me. Oh, no, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're not here to do that. Um, I mean, you know, uh, why don't we just have a, take a minute? You know, get to know each other, right? I, I, I bet it's been, you know, a while since you've had a good conversation. Yeah, it has. I, I mean, I don't really have much to talk about. I've been I've been chained up here in a cell for a long time. I could tell you about this bug I saw. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, like, Mary hits your arms, like, in the sides. That's not important right now. Oh, um, I mean, well, definitely tell me about that later. But first, well, I'm guessing you were, uh, deposed, let's say, by, like, a really, really handsome, handsome guy, right? I mean, showed up on your island, started talking trash, am I right? Yeah, that sounds like him, the bastard we all trusted him because he was just really good looking (laughs) (laughs) can't relate (laughs) but and he started talking about how we needed to take care of ourselves because the gods had well they wouldn't take care of us and everybody liked that sort of talk and i tried to tell them that we needed to stay faithful to Ava, that she would come back to us. She hadn't abandoned us, but uh, had a lot of bad luck, and a lot of things went wrong, and everybody loves to blame the guy in charge when things go wrong, so they uh, threw me off the cliff and, and fished me out of the water because they didn't want to be done with me yet, I guess. Messed up. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Uh, <laughs> That's rough, buddy. <laughs> so, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you guys have kind of like a hat-based system of government? Well, not necessarily. It's just that there's a hat that's been passed down since before time can remember. It's not the hat, you see, that's really important. It's the feather. We've, we've made, remade the hat several times, but the plume is from Ava herself. Uh, but it doesn't matter now. They threw the hat out with me. Threw it out, huh? Uh, any idea where? I, last I saw it, it was floating down after my body, as I was floating on the ocean, waiting for death. Well, that's funny, because they said they threw you in the ocean, and here you are. Uh, can't help but wonder about that hat. Yeah, you, you got a point. They do like hoarding things, almost like they're pirates. So, uh, let's say one of these captains were to put on the hat. Uh, what would happen? I, uh, you know... People just listen to you better. Oh. Cap, the hat makes people respect you. It's a symbol of leadership on the island. It's, uh, it's a nice hat, really. It sounds like a nice hat. I love that hat. <laughs> uh, left turn here, but uh, how do you feel about Torva? He spits. Nice. nice. I will always be loyal to Ava, a songbird who guides the winds. Even though she's abandoned us, I won't abandon her. I feel you. I love Abba too. Actually, if you would, uh, if you'd be interested in taking a chance on uh, me and my friends here, are, are you saying you're gonna unchain me? Well, I mean, it sounds like we've got similar goals. You hate Torva. We hate Torva. Uh, you know a lot more about this island and its people than we do. 
I don't see any reason we couldn't uh, work together. If you'll unchain me, I will be very grateful to you. So uh, we're kind of in need of some assistance ourselves in really uh, getting Torva to eat it. So uh, <laughs> let's say we let you out and we get you that hat. Would you uh, be at all uh, interested in, say, uh, providing us with some support of the army variety? Uh, we're not much of army folk, but if you need help from the sea, I could see what I could do. <laughs> oh. This guy. No. I'm going to look at Mary um, to kind of see like how she's feeling about this. Mary looks to the fart cloud and then realizes that once again, Fran can't talk. As a leader, I fly around your little noses. <laughs> I wonder if that's a yes. <laughs> Mary then takes a deep breath and signs, we'll need a formal promise of support. And he laughs and says, I don't get very formal, miss. Wait, who are you people anyway? Uh, funny question. Mary signs, we are... And then, like, looks around and signs, we're the Guardians. Or, you know, we're trying to be. If you pledge your support, we will unchain you. And the guy nods and says, all right, I'll pledge you my support in whatever way I can give it. Can't guarantee any of these people will listen to me, but I'll do what I can for you. Now, please... I have the worst cramp in my shoulders, and I have for, like, a year now. <laughs> no problem, sir. I'm on it. Hello, and welcome to another mid-roll with your host of mid-roll interlude situations, Noelle. Noel Cherie, it's it's me again. Uh, welcome to me talking about stuff. Uh, as of today, our fifty and loving it giveaway is going to end, or or the time for you guys to send in your tweets is going to end. If you still want to send them, that is totally fine. But we're going to be choosing the winners of the pins based on people who sent it before tonight at midnight. I do want to just because like it's kind of a, a fun thing and it's been really fun to read your guys's tweets go back and uh, mention some of the things that a lot of different people said like the same thing some of them were surprising some of them not as much but uh, some of the the things that people mentioned the most were uh, that time in arc two when Corbin gave up his memory that his parents left him in the great forest also one of my favorite moments I had to edit out like, well, I didn't have to, but I did edit out like, I would say at least a full two minutes of me and Sophia just going back and forth saying, Caitlin, that's so sad. That's so good. Caitlin, you really did it. Caitlin. Um, I think I left it a little bit of it, but uh, it went on for a while. <laughs> it was a good moment. Great job, Caitlin. Another thing that came up fairly often, Corbin's predilection for Gates. Can't say I agree. Uh, there were some fart joke mentions, which I personally apologize for because that's that's my B. <laughs> uh, we saw Dashing Dawson, F you guys. I don't want to hear that. Uh, Professor Shaw, great point, great point. Slake's horse camp conversation with Ainsley in the Gap, really good. Oh, Laika and Buddy rolling to hug. I had forgotten about this and very good. A very good concept. Also, Mary, just generally being Mary, of course. Oh, and uh, Fran's burn of Renetta at the picnic recently got some mentions, which surprised me. But um, thanks, you guys. I, I love D&D because it's a reason to use my uh, instinct for cruelty and burns that I never actually get to use in real life because I don't want to hurt other people. <laughs> Gotta love D&D. I also wanted to mention in Dames and Other Places news that um, Kat was on a podcast called The Shapeshift Podcast recently. Um, and I would encourage you to check it out. It's like a really cute game. She played a character named Thistle. Uh, as far as I understand, this game is kind of like a like Studio Ghibli, the RPG, which is 
incredible. So again, she was on Shapeshift Podcast. You can find them on Twitter at ShapeshiftCast. And it looks like you can also check them out on the geekspective.com network website. Oh, you know what? Okay, hold on. Sidebar. Somebody also mentioned in the 50 and Loving It giveaway that their favorite part of this podcast was me obviously not knowing what I was going to say when I start up my mid-rolls every time. And frankly, how dare you, sir? The, the, I, or ma'am or other. The, the fact that I am interrupting myself to say this uh, is not proof. And I h- hate that. And how could you say that? It's definitely not true. I take careful notes and have a a whole script. It's just full of ums and ahs and me going on a tangent about being sick or not having free time. (laughs) It's it's all in the grand design, okay? How dare you? Anyway, um, okay, let's 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 go on to thanking the patrons on Patreon. Uh, recently, I can't remember if I already mentioned this. This is in the script, by the way, but I can't remember if I already mentioned this. <laughs> but um, on Patreon, I like made kind of a site map so you can access like previous stuff now. So you can go through and look through the tags like episode by episode. And there are some kind of extras for every single episode of Dames and Dragons on there. So if y'all want to check that out, basically most of the stuff that's that is on our Patreon can actually be accessed for only $1 a month. So I think that's a pretty great deal. At this point, it's like hours of content, I'm pretty sure. So go ahead, go check it out. That's patreon.com slash damesanddragons. Or I think I also have the link damesanddragons.com slash Patreon, which is the exact same number of characters. So I'm <laughs> not sure why I set it up, but... uh you know what? Pick your poison. You will end up in the same place. I also want to thank our beautiful iTunes reviewers. That goes out to Midnight Zoria, Sean's in NZ, Kyrie Vampire for Wow, what a good name Kyrie Vampire for. And also, I'm a snake! Exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, thank you guys so much. Once again, when you leave ratings and reviews, it um, bumps us up in the charts, and um, it actually also affects our rankings on other websites because a lot of them use data from iTunes. So anybody who goes over to iTunes to leave us a review, you guys are the best. Uh, makes a big difference for us. Thank you. I also want to point you in the direction of our beautiful sponsor today. That is Cobalt Press. Do you like towers? Do you like peculiarity? Do you like adventures and D&D? And more specifically, do you like the Midgard campaign setting? Well, I have a great (laughs) news for you. Uh, 12 Peculiar Towers for 5th edition is available from Cobalt Press. As I'm looking at their preview on their website, I'm seeing a tower. Very good. Um, I'm also seeing a skeleton that seems to be made of skeletons, which I'm very into. He is horrible. He's glowing inside. And I'm sure that he's not someone you fight, but someone you befriend and maybe even fall in love with. (laughs) But that's stupid. (laughs) Anyway, 12 Peculiar Towers is a collection of 5th edition adventures offering new heights of lively action, tactics, and role-playing. Each tower comes with a beautifully illustrated map, plenty of traps, hazards, and enemies to challenge your players. You can find 12 Peculiar Towers for 5th edition at cobaltpress.com. That is cobaltpress.com. And now for a word from James Intracasso, our lovely network head and host of Tabletop Babble. Hey, my name is James Intracasso, and I'm the host of Tabletop Babble, which is a role-playing game discussion podcast where I bring on awesome industry guests like Matthew Mercer, Ruth Tillman, Wolfgang Bauer, Cat Cool, and so many others. We talk RPG news, give advice, laugh, argue. It is a fun time, just like you'd have at a convention or local friendly game store. Check out Tabletop Babble at don'tsplitthepodcastnetwork.com. And last of all, a message to Chantel. Chantel, after 20 long years, I finally gave you your birthday present and Christmas present. And I deserve to be killed for not giving them to you sooner. Chantel, 
I'm not a disorganized person. I script out my mid-rolls. <laughs> I, I plan everything in advance. My, my one weakness is giving you presents, as we all know. Chantel, the code word is a shameful dab. The sleeper agent is active. Go! I have a question. Uh huh. Am I on my way to the barracks and like how many people are around us? You are on your way to the barracks. There was a large crowd around the barracks. I guess we'll switch back to Corbin right now. Oh, okay. We need to anyway. Okay. Corbin, you are being brought down to the barracks and there's a large crowd around the barracks as everybody's going, This man, he just disappeared. He just it smelled really bad after he did so and he uh he turned he just turned into smoke and someone else says he returned to the gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> and uh, Captain Elwin elbows his way through to the, the empty bed where Fran was once laying. He goes, "Who was this man? What did he look like?" And I was like, "Oh, he's an old man. None of us really knew who he was, but he was uh he kept saying he was just drunk and fell off the railing." I think this is maybe a time for you to make your exit. Well, uh, here's the thing, I uh. I need for this crowd to to leave the the barracks. Okay, well, uh, so I'm I'm gonna start squirming because Elwin's got me in his grip. Yeah, right? he's got you in both hands. I'm gonna start squirming and uh, say, "Give me space! <laughs> Give me space! <laughs> Privacy!" <laughs> oh, look at this bird! Yeah, this fucking bird! <laughs> this fucking bird! <laughs> Uh, Captain Ellen is he holds you up so you have space above you and around you and he goes everybody give the bird some space give give Dawson some space <laughs> out of the room <laughs> out of the room oh, uh, Elwin he, he looks at the other two captain and goes excuse me I have to take care of my bird and uh, he brings you out of the room <sighs> back in the room <laughs> he looks and he goes Dawson I can't understand you you beautiful bird. What can I do to make you mine? Are we? Am I alone with him at this point? Uh, there's like, it's very, very hard to be alone on this, this island. Isn't there's what people I want. around. Yeah, I need to be alone with him and the two other captains. <laughs> Missed my chance. I'm dying. Um, back in the room. <laughs> back in the room. And he he cradles you in his arm and takes you back in the room. Okay. Uh, and I say, uh, once he gets me back in there, I say need to concentrate that's a weird thing for a bird to say <laughs> he, he just he continues to he carries you back over to the bed they're all just looking at it and sort of uh, trying to figure out what okay what could have happened okay okay i say captains only captains only <laughs> and captain realtor looks at the bird he says, what does that bird want captains only <laughs> i think he only wants the captain where did you get that bird well, I got it from an I got it from a weird old man. Captain's only. None of us had ever seen before. Captain's only. And he looks at you and goes, "Bird, tell me your secrets." How big? How big is this room, cat? This is going to have to go differently than I expected. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a pretty big room, but you're in like very tight quarters. Would you say that it's about a ten foot radius sphere? Uh, it's a lar- little bit larger than that, I would say, but it's... But would you say the crowd fits within a 10-foot radius sphere? Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'm very, very afraid. So, <laughs> he's cradling me in his arms? Oh, he's holding you up now. He's going, bird, tell me your secrets. Okay, um, I turn back into a human. <laughs> and I immediately cast confusion. Oh, <laughs> What does that spell do? Okay, so um, it, it assaults and twists creatures' minds. Oh, God. Spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. And each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere uh, centered on a point that I choose, which is, you know, it, it's the, the room, within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw okay. or be affected by it. All right, I'm going to roll for each of the captains and then the crowd. Okay, that, yeah, that, that, that works. Amazing. All right. Uh, what's this? What's your spell safety? Uh, it's a fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. All right. So it looks like Florence and Relatar are not confused. Elwin is, and the crowd is. Okay. So Elwin lets go of you and just starts screaming. Okay. 
So, I mean, he doesn't even need confusion to, need to start screaming. So his precious bird has turned into a boy. So here's the deal. An affected target, which is Elwyn and the entire crowd, yep. um, can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns uh, to determine its behavior for that turn. What? I'm just going to have, I'm just going to roll for 1d10 and we'll okay. see what they're all what doing. They all do. That's a five. So that means it just doesn't move or take actions. Okay, so they're, they're all stunned. They're, they're all stunned. stunned. They're all screaming. They're yeah. all just screaming. Okay. <laughs> and Captain Florence claps a hand, her hands over her ears, and Captain Rilatar has her knife out and is like pointing it everywhere. <laughs> okay, okay. And, well, no, she's pointing it at you because she is. Right. Uh, actually, you know what? Corbin, why don't you roll initiative? Yeah, I, I know it's, it's good. It was a matter of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, eight. Okay. So that's Realtor is going to go first and she is going to roll to attack. Mm-hmm. She attacks you twice. So the first one is a that is a 20, not natural. And the second one is a 13. That does not hit. Okay, so she only hits you once and that is going to be 6 piercing damage. Okay. All right. So then it is Corbin's turn. Oh, sweet. Okay. So who um am I like engaged with right now? Real uh, Realtor and Florence. Okay. I'm going to cast uh, Flame Blade as a bonus action. Okay. And then I'm going to try and, uh, I'm going to attack with it, and I'm going to try and slash Realitar's, like, clothes. Okay. So that I can nab the hat and then ski-diddle. Roll to hit. All right. Ooh. Is that a good? I can't tell if that's good or bad. <laughs> I mean, it was very bad. I, I, I certainly did not hit. Okay. I will tell you that. I got, like... Eight. Oh yeah, she dances out of the way yeah. easily. And now it is Captain Florence's turn, and Florence is also going to attack. Has two attacks as well. Okay, so that is going to be twelve. That doesn't hit, I assume. Uh, and the other one is eighteen. That's gonna be five damage. Since at the end of this turn, Elwyn and the crowd are gonna roll to see if they. Oh, yeah. Uh, shake your confusion. What do what do they have to hit? So it you don't have to beat anything. It just decides what you roll. There's like options for what they're gonna do. We rolled. Uh, Elwin rolled an eight, and the crowd rolled a seven. Okay, so that's in the same bracket. Uh-huh. Uh, the creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. If there's no creature within its reach, the creature does nothing this turn. Oh, okay. So this is a tightly packed crowd. They can so, attack. How do? Okay, the crowd attacks itself. Uh. And starts infighting. Corbin, will you make a dexterity save? Yeah. Nine. Ooh. <laughs> you will take... Oh, shit. You take five damage from okay. uh, the crowd beginning to riot and someone throws a chair at you. <laughs> no. Do I have, like, a little piece of the chair hanging around my neck now? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we'll say Elwood attacks... And that means Elwin attacks Florence, and he does... Dope. Yeah, he hits. Goddamn. He hits so good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he does nine damage to her. And she screams, Elwin, what the hell are you doing? What the hell, Elwin? Oh, I wanted to fucking say that. (laughs) And he goes, um, the bird told me to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Corbin gives a victory call. L win, we're like L lose. Oh. Mm. All right. Uh, now we are back up to Relatar, and she is going to attack you again. And as she does, she yells, What are you doing on our island? And that's a natty one. Holy uh, shit. Fuck. Oh, that's on her first attack. And the second one is a non natural 20. So that is going to be 18 damage. Um, oh, Kat, I have an important question for you. I have an important answer. Let's see if they match. <laughs> those uh, those little beats that yep. I got. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, can they be used in a bonus action or do I have to use them as my action? Uh, it, you use your action. Okay. The um, beat explodes upon impact and is destroyed. Uh, everybody must make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or take 5d4 force damage. And they're wow. trapped in a thing, right? Yeah, the sphere encloses the area for one minute. Cat, are there, is there like a window near me? Um, I will say there's a window on the other side of the crowd. Okay. So you have to get past them to get to the window. Okay. I'm going to say, she asked me why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm here because my good close personal friend sold me to Elwyn as a bird. 
and I just want to take the hat. I just want to go. Uh, and he pulls out. What the hell? <laughs> He's confused. He spent too long as a bird. He like doesn't know what reality or humans are. He can't remember like his his human. What was it like? Desires. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, he really he gets sucked in really easy. You guys. Well, he did believe he was a crow at the beginning of this, and he still technically and he still kind of does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he he lost some of his human mind to the animal instincts. It'll come back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you specifically leveled up so that wouldn't happen. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, he takes out uh, the force bead that he bought earlier, uh-huh. uh, and uh, he's gonna throw it like so that. It creates an opening for me. I'm just going to try and get the captains at the edge of it. So you want them in or out of it? I want them in it. In it? Because they're doing the most damage to me. Yeah. Well, you um, haven't had the crowd gone you yet. But well, I, I mean, yeah, but... Okay, continue. That's as long as I can get out. The crowd is still confused. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm going to throw it so that I'm going to move like as far away within the little circle as I can from them uh-huh. and then throw it, try to get them in it. And okay. like, so the wall's between me and them. Okay. Of the thing. Yeah. All right. So I do that. What do I have to, I'm assuming I you're going to make roll, me roll. I have to roll a dexterity saving oh, okay. throw for each of them. Okay. All right. So this is going to be for Relatar and Florence, the two that are yeah. not confused. Yeah. Oh, they did bad. Both those two captains are trapped and the crowd... We'll just, I mean, okay, the crowd, no matter what, they're getting stuck in there. There's no way that they can get out of the way. Um, Elwyn, also, you get all three of them. Fuck yeah. They all take a bunch of damage, too. Ten. All right. So they each take ten damage. Okay. Nice. So you throw the bead of force and you catch all three of the captains in it. None of them are able to get out of the way in time. You also get a big chunk of the crowd. Uh, those who are not caught into the sphere of force are pushed back and then they scramble to their feet and they run for it. They uh, they run for the door. Cool. I'm gonna run and go for that window. Okay. And I want to like, cat. Is it like just a pane of glass or is it like? Wood? Oh, there's no glass. Oh. Okay. Then I'm gonna just like jump through it and be like really yeah. cool and like do a somersault. Can you make a, an acrobatics check? Yeah. You can jump really high with your Final Fantasy. Oh, I want to use my Final Fantasy boots to jump like not high but like far through. Yeah. It. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Very cool. Um, that's. Uh, nine. <laughs> Why are oh, you rolling? So I don't bad? know, <laughs> Corbin. You take a running start with your Final Fantasy boots, and they push you off the ground with such great force. Uh, <laughs> you fly, you sail through the window, and you continue to sail straight off the ledge that uh, this barracks house is on, and down. And down and down onto the roofs where you hit and you roll and you roll and roll and then you fall off the roof and onto the street of the bottom tier of the island. So you're going to take... I mean, hey, I got out of there, though. You sure did. I got real far out of there. You're just like the prince from Cinderella 3. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you took nine damage. Okay. You know what? Worth it. Very worth it. (laughs) So worth worth it. it. Is it worth it? Yeah. We're going to decide. I have 17 hit points left. <laughs> <laughs> and it was worth it. How many did you start with? 58. <laughs> you know what? That's what you have all those hit points for. Exactly. That's what they're for. That's what they're fucking mm. for. <laughs> they're for getting hit. All Wise right. Words. Well, we're going to go back to uh, Slake and Mary and Fran and Captain Carr. While Corbin lays broken and bleeding. <laughs> I'm just taking a rest. <laughs> just, just laying face down on the yeah, ground. I'm just, like, I'm resting. You came you came to stop and just like held up a thumbs up. To no one. <laughs> to God. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's go back to the others. Mm. Captain Carr is still in his cell. What do you want to do? Ooh, let's see. Locked doors. Locked doors. I mean, at the same time. What are the bars made of? Iron or? Yeah, they're metal bars. Because I could try to just like bash and widen them. Mm-hmm. But uh... why don't you make a strength roll? Here we go. So that's 13 plus 6. So 19. 19? Yeah. You you rip that shoddily made cell door right off of its hinges. <laughs> <laughs> Mary claps for you. Right. I'm also clapping, but you don't know. Uh, <laughs> Captain Carr says, Yes! Good job. Now, don't do that to my arms. <laughs> I'll try. 
Uh, okay, so how do you guys want to get him down? Um, so he's just chained to the wall? Yeah, you know, with, like, his arms up and... Okay, well, can I just, um, try to pull the chains from the wall? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Is that another, uh, check then? God, yeah. you're so strong. Yeah, use your strength. Just, like, this in here, just, like, fucking doing the rook. Johnson, just like... <laughs> yeah, you still get advantage, too. Roiding out. I mean, I do have a magic-y thing on me, but yeah. Oh, man. Okay. 17. 17? Uh, 17, you have some trouble with it. You're able to to loosen them from the wall, uh, but they don't come out completely. So it, it just takes a little extra time of you guys digging them out and wiggling them, and eventually you get them down. And Mary claps again once it's all done, and she's like, still impressive! Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Um, and then she signs, Captain Carr, is this enough? We really, we must find our friend and figure out what's going on in this island. And uh, the, the captain rubs his arms and sees, does a bunch of stretches. He rolls shoulders. He like just revels in being able to like twist his torso. And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm good. I'm just going to have myself a sit down. It's been a while since I had one of those. Ah, and he sits down. He's like, oh my God, sitting down feels so good. Do you guys know how good it feels to sit down after you've been chained to a wall for an unknown amount of time? Nope, but we'll leave you to it. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, what do you guys want to do now? Well, let's see. Fran's a fart cloud. Yeah. So, yeah, we could go root around in the captain's house. Yeah, they're not there right now. They're, mm -hmm. They might have some secret docks. Yeah. Some Google Docs. Some Google Docs <laughs> so we can Google up. Yeah. I think that's a fine idea. Yeah. All right. So you guys head back down the path. You head back the way you came, except instead of scaling your way across a sheer cliff wall, you head back down the path uh, towards the other cave, which you find very quickly leads to a locked door. I'm going to scoot in and under the door crack, check things out in the house. Okay. You scoot in under the door crack. It looks like you are in a back door of a pantry. Does the door have like a deadbolt yes. that I can undo? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not going to do that right away because <laughs> oh, cause you traps. Have to yeah, I have to turn back. So I want to escape or escape. <laughs> Goodbye. Leave them behind. <laughs> yep. Um, now I want to explore the house a little bit first. Uh, yeah, you do a, a quick float through. It doesn't look like there's anyone else in the house. Mm. They've all left to investigate. You do as you float by, like through the the front room. You hear there's a lot of commotion going on outside. There's <laughs> something something crazy is going down on uh, in the barracks level. It sounds like. Um, if I. Can I, like, look out a window? Is there, like, do I have a view? You look out the window and you just see uh, somebody, it seems they they are ejected through a window <laughs> and then go flying uh, across the night sky, hit a roof, roll off the roof, and then hit the ground. <laughs> like a... Like a ragdoll jettison from a potato gun. <laughs> As if I don't know exactly who the fuck that is. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Well, I see that. Um, can I do, like, a... How, how far away is Corbin from me? Corbin is on the lowest level of this tiered island, All and right. you are on the top level. Okay. He is very far. All right, well, at least I know where he is. I can, like, look in the bedrooms, too. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, do I see places where there's, like, documents or, like, communications? You do. You find a, looks like a bedroom that's mostly used as an office. Mm. And there are some lists of supplies uh, for mm. the ships and for the fleet and for parties that Florence wants to throw. You do find a document which has a little three-column list of how the captains are dividing duties. And it looks like Florence is very much the numbers person. Elwyn, he is the admiral of, like, the fleet, the battle plans. Mm -hmm. uh, and Relatar, it looks like she is the one who has been doing espionage work and has been coordinating with their contact in Madria. 
Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to go back to the door, turn back into Fran and unlock it. Uh All right. Mary and Slake are able to come in and Mary signs Fran, I thought something happened. What took you so long? I was like looking around. I think I know where Corbin is. Is he okay? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. <laughs> Mary looks very alarmed. <laughs> oh my god, where is he? I don't know. I think it was him anyway. He like launched out of a window. He's <sighs> sounds like Corbin. <laughs> he's a he's a boy again. <laughs> Not sure what happened. There's a lot of commotion going on outside. I don't know what kind of idiot would stir that up. <laughs> Do we need to, like, go get him? I don't know. <laughs> Mary signs, yes, we need to go get him. <laughs> we Well, yeah. Um, I also looked through the house. I think the only captain who knows anything of real value to us is Captain Realitar. Mary nods and signs, okay, so we have to go get Corbin. And then find whatever Captain Relatar knows. Do we know where she is? I mean, I-, I thought she was in here, but she's not. I would assume they're wherever all that commotion is. When we come out of this house and like look around, how's how's the commotion looking? Uh, it people are now spilling out of the barracks. It has been one minute since uh, the, the force field was put up, mm. so people are spilling out of the barracks and Captain. Florence is yelling, find that bird boy. <laughs> he can't have gotten very far. <laughs> oh, idiots. <laughs> I don't know how far my boots can take me. <laughs> so Corbin's way below where they are, right? Yeah. Uh, Corbin's on the next level down from them. He's not way below. But... Oh, is he in their sight line? No, he is on the, you can't really see the level below you from, from the top level, but, or from I'm the like, level above. But. I'm like, I'm imagining that I'm just like face down on the cobblestone yeah, street. Yeah, you're face down on the street. Uh, yeah. It's like three other drunks next to <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. You're in good company. You actually, yeah, you landed uh, not very far from where there's a few drunk, yeah. passed out pirates that <laughs> look like maybe they were supposed to have been guarding the docks, but they're not doing that. They're, they're yeah, passed boy. out drunk and. When you, Corbin, we're, we're switching to you. Just okay. Corbin, when you, like, put your head up, one of the drunks looks up and he goes, me too, buddy. <laughs> Corbin says, I didn't know that other people had those boots. <laughs> we all have our own boots to tell. <laughs> Corbin's like, Corbin's like, that's really, that's really wise and deep. Thank you. You know what else is wise and deep? What? My flask. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a flask out from from his breast pocket and he he hands it to you, Corbin. Corbin says, uh, is this soda? Yeah. Oh, he takes a swig. It <laughs> is. It is moonshine. Yeah. Okay. It's Corbin. Horrible. The Corbin. It, it yeah. tastes like. I mean, it honestly tastes like. Um. I mean, Corbin wouldn't know what this tastes like, but it does taste like jet fuel. Okay. Uh. He chokes, spits it out, coughs. Um. <laughs> like feels his body quaking <laughs> inside, and then feels just like an uncontrollable sense of sudden vigor, and he gets to his feet and he says. That was just what I needed. <laughs> oh, Corbin. He gives it back to the guy and he says, thanks, buddy. Wow. You're welcome, Captain. <gasps> Corbin. <laughs> Captain Corbin, they call me. Captain Mormon. Captain. You got it. <laughs> Captain Morgan. <laughs> damn and he takes a sip of his flask. Because even in Avalis, Captain Morgan is a cheap and shitty rum. Hell yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, bye. And then Corbin walks away. All right. Aimlessly. Where are you going? Yeah. I don't know. He's just going to look for Fran. So yeah, Corbin, as you start okay. walking away, you hear the pounding of feet coming down the okay. ramp uh, towards oh. you. Are there like little back alleys between these houses? Uh, Yes. There okay. is a back alley full of drunks. Okay, well, Corbin turns and he goes straight down that back alley. Okay. Um, and in the opposite direction of where they're coming from. Okay. And are you going to... Are you sneaking? Are you being oh, yeah. sneaky? No, I'm being sneaky. Then roll a sneaky check. Gross. Me. Don't make that noise. That's not a sneaky noise. I think it is. Okay. 23. 23? Yep. 
Okay, so Corbin, you are hiding in an alleyway. Yes. Uh, the the crowd thunders past you and fans out along the street, uh, and you hear Captain Militar saying, "Don't leave any inch unobserved. If we don't find him now, we'll catch him when he comes out." I want to question that boy. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. So and. Uh, Fran and Slake, you guys can hear all of this from up there. Just sound carries. Right. So that's small, huh? It's a it's small, small island on the open ocean. Sound sound carries. I have a question. I have an answer. Let's see if they match. So, Kat, you see these houses right in the middle kind of here, like right where I kind of am? Yeah. And they, they the roofs kind of go up to, like, to the next level, right? Yeah. So yeah. could I climb behind those you, houses without you, being seen if I wanted to get to the next level? You could climb up from the alley. Yes, you could. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to cast spider climb on myself. Ah! I hate spider climb. Spider climb. I, know you I do. hate. I just hate the like visual of it. Spider I love climb. it. Spider uh, climb. And I am like quickly running out of spells, just FYI. But I do have enough to cast spider climb on myself, and I do mm. do that. Okay. Mm. And uh, yeah, so then I climb. You climb. And stealthily, I climb. Uh, why don't you make another stealth check as you get to the top? There are more pirates still hanging out in front yeah. of the tavern, looking for you. That was a nat 20, so it's like a dick. Okay, so you, you stealthily, you wait for them to turn around. It's like a, a video game. Yes. Where you just like yes. Wait for them to turn, and then you like climb up, and you hide behind some barrels, yeah. and you wait for them to turn again, and again. you like dart into another alleyway. Dope. So, France Lake and Mary, what do you guys want to do? I think we would probably just like walk in the direction, keep our little eyes peeled. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be, are you going to walk stealthily, or are you just going to walk casually? Stealthily, because I'm not disguised anymore. Yeah, and if you were that man, people would get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to stealth Fuck. our way. So that's 16 for me. I got a 23. Okay. Mary got a 15, but I think we're all right. So you guys, uh, you stealth your way along, just acting casual, you know, mm. acting normal. Mm. Normal. Yep. Sort of uh, Mary and Slake, you guys are able to sort of surround Fran and make sure mm-hmm. she's walking on the outside so that mm-hmm. the two not blue people are mm-hmm. the ones who are visible. Yeah, and I put my hair away. Away? <laughs> yes. Put it away. I put it in my flask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just bald. Just uh, bald by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, by choice. <laughs> <laughs> Under duress, but technically by choice. <laughs> All right, so you guys head down to the next level while Corbin is heading up. So now Corbin is on the level below you guys, and you guys are on the meeting hall level. I feel like we're playing Donkey Kong. You're yeah, a me too. Playing Donkey Kong while avoiding pirates. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So you can't you can't see the next level very well. You can't see the road to the next level. You can see like the roofs if you like really leaned over. Okay. You could. Because I feel like like that's what I would want to do is like get a bird's eye view, see where he actually is. Yeah. And yeah. also we don't want to just like rush into where there's a bunch of pirates right Yeah, that's around. true. That's we very avoid true. them. Then why don't you make a perception check? Okay. Versus Corbin, why don't you make a stealth check? Okay. Well, oh wow, Ooh. I actually did really good. Yeah, I did decent. All right. I'm, uh... Corbin, hope you don't do too good. I got uh, 16. 16? Okay. Nice. I got 21. Okay. And I got unnatural 20. What? Un- unnatural oh. 20. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, then you guys spot him as Corbin is is stealthing around. You watch him as he, like, fu- like behind a barrel <laughs> and he scurries up from behind a barrel. And, like, he pauses in the in the middle of the street, like, waiting for somebody to pass. And yeah. then, like, scares past. We're like, there he is, there he is. <laughs> there in the world is Corbin San Diego. Also, I would just like to say that when you guys see me, I've got, like, a black eye. And, like, <laughs> one of my teeth is missing. And I've got, like, a little bit of a limp oh, from hot. being thrown literally stories and stories across multiple roofs. Oh my god. And you were beat up pretty good. And I was beat up pretty good. I've got like, there's a little bit of blood on me. Like. And a chair hanging around. Oh yeah, the chair's still around my neck. (laughs) (laughs) I look wild, you guys. Oh my god. (laughs) It's amazing that nobody's seen me yet. Mary signs, what happened to him? Can we, can we just like jump down? Who's around at this point? Are people, um, like, following the crowd, kind of, or? There's people, they've begun to fan out, uh, mm. so there are a couple of people coming up the ramp toward you, towards the meeting hall level, and they've got swords out, and they've got torches, and they're looking around. Mm. Can we just drop down to, like, where Corbin is? Yes, you can. Make a Netflix check to see if you <laughs> don't 
you know, fall here, on your faces. Here Fran goes. <laughs> I always love it when Fran makes athletic <gasps> checks. So I got a 13. Okay. Natty Mary, twent. Mary got a one. What? Oh, Mary, no! So Mary is going to no. take some falling damage. Oh, shit. She takes six falling she damage. Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> Mary. She should have picked her, her up. Oh, should have picked her up. Okay. So, Corbin, you are in this little alleyway trying to figure out where you're going to go. Yeah. And then you hear from above you, clatter, 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 but um, oh, and Mary, your goddess, falls splat in front of you. <laughs> oh my goddess! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, followed by Fran and uh, Slake, who both make it down unharmed and unscathed. Well, Slake got a nat twenty. I I'm, I'm imagining like they like drop down in a crouch and like the ground cracks under them a little bit, <laughs> like, and then they stand up and like silently without a sound. yeah, no, not even like a breath, and they just like wipe yeah. some dirt off their shoulder. That's exactly how. And it then happens. like Fran stumbles a bit, yeah, catches herself on her palms, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think since we just made a noise, we should duck out of the way really quick. Leave the area. Leave the area. Okay. Make another stealth check. Cool. I want to help Mary to her feet, too. Oh, good. She, she accepts your help. I got 27. Oh, no. I got... I got 14. What's Mary doing? Mary got one. Mary! Let's see. I got I wish 17. I'm not... It, Mary. It's okay. Mary got a one. Mary. So uh, Mary's big clatter drew some attention. And uh, you guys were not, She, you know, she's limping. She's having a lot of trouble, you know, getting back up. And that slows you down as three pirates round the corner and shout, there they are! Summon Dark Bill Knight. That's how you summon Dark Bill. Ah, oh boy. Bill, Bill. <laughs> Thanks so much. Twelve Peculiar Towers is a collection of fifth edition adventures for characters level one to thirteen with the theme of you guessed it, towers. Discover the mysteries that lie within the forest lair of a Ravenfolk bandit gang, a magical archive of ancient elven lore, the hideout of a powerful thieves' guild master, the stronghold of a sinister blood mage, and eight other distinctive dungeons. Each tower comes with a beautifully illustrated map, including many isometric maps, and of course, plenty of traps, hazards, and enemies to challenge your players. You can get 12 Peculiar Towers in print and PDF today at www.cobaltpress.com. <laughs>